What's good, Brad? Don't you know what today is, my dude? What's today? It's Radical Saturday. But it's Sunday. Irrelevant, my guy. <laughs> okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to Just Roommates Podcast. It's me, Gerard, and the unique co-host, Mitchell. Cowabunga, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that intro was totally tubular. I'm not doing an hour of podcast with you talking like that but bro i looked up so many cool surfer words oh no he did research hang 10 <laughs> i knew you were gonna do another one. Oh fucking i looked in your little beady little eyes and i knew there was another one coming all right brah can i tell you about duck boy sure you can tell me about duck boy all right, man. This ain't a really very big one, but I um I'm not doing that voice anymore. We're done. Oh, thank Jesus. Uh, lately I've been really craving duck. Uh, I don't know if you have you ever had duck. Yes. God, it's delicious. I like duck. Why don't we Fuck make me. more duck? Well, it's hard to get, and it's I don't really know how to cook it. There's a butcher down the road. He's like questionable and foreign. And is that the one that has giraffe meat? I don't know if he has giraffe meat, but I know he has, like, kangaroo meat and shit. Like, he brings in all kinds of weird kinds of, like, meat and shit and, like, put just sells them. Right, we should go there. I don't really know how to cook. It's very fatty. Yeah. And I'm not very experienced with cooking poultry. Is it poultry? Yes. Of any kind. Because it's a suburb. Right. Um. Can anyway, this quail? is... Quail? Quail? Yeah. Mm, I guess. I don't know how to do that either, but... I don't know. I just think it would be kind of dope to Roast put a whole quail, quail in there, yeah. It would be very sophisticated. Like, the only people I've ever seen eat quail in any way, particularly, like, little quail eggs, is, like, sophisticated aristocracy British people. And hunters. Fuck hunters. Quail and... and Not just regular hunters, though. Like, your good old hillbilly fucking drives a pickup, wears camo on the wedding day, and carries around a shotgun all the fucking time just in case he sees a fucking duck paddling, waddling across the road kind of dude. He's not eating quail eggs. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes. No, they're not. Not quail, but pheasant, which is very similar. Very similar, but like... We don't have quail. Do we have a lot of quail there, in Canada? There's a distinct difference, though, between quail and pheasant. Not really, no. American hunters will eat fe- pheasant. <laughs> pheasant. And are quail common in Canada? British aristocracy eat quail. Like the kind of people who have like hunting dogs and hunt down like one fucking quail with like 13 dogs, 43 horses and servants. That's not a very good way to hunt. That's it's a so terrible way to hunt. But lame. that's the kind of people who eat quail. No, it's not a very good way to, to provide sustenance to yourself. Those eggs are fucking tiny and they're a shit ton of work to get at. I'm sure there's quail in Canada. Hunters definitely eat quail because they're delicious and you wouldn't pass that up. Just because it's it, uh, like, oh, fuck, Jesus, my mic just cut out. <laughs> just because rich people like to eat it doesn't mean that poor people don't eat it either. I know, I've just never seen. Poor people are the one who goes and get them. Yeah, but then I get to eat them because i got to give them to the British. Well, I mean, it's a bird. It's not that hard to trick. Anyway, <laughs> so Duck Boy... Um, uh, this is a, a story that comes from Duck Boy. It's a, it's a short one, but I just wanted to bring it up because Duck has been on my mind. Um, Duck Boy, he used to live with someone uh, back in his in, in his uni days, and he was quite an odd fellow. But uh, one of the things that uh, really stuck out in uh, in Duck Boy's mind, this this roommate, his roommate came home, or he came home one day and found his roommate in the kitchen um, with an entire duck stuffed into a toaster oven <laughs> trying to cook it. <laughs> 
That's commendable at the very least. It didn't fit. It was like touching all of the sides because it was a very small toaster oven. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to work, obviously. But I commend the effort. I mean, just to have uh, something else. If you're in university, I guess you don't really have an oven. But, like, I think if you're in university, the entirety of your diet consists of open-faced sandwiches in a toaster oven and ramen noodles. Sure, but, like, that's kind of why I respect it, you know? Like, here he is trying to push the boundaries and expand his broadened horizons to be wider and broader and consist of more duck and toaster ovens. You say he widens his horizons to make them wider and broader? Yes, I did. (laughs) You just said widen three times (laughs) i mean i understand craving duck but like just go to somewhere else duck is always expensive i've never seen cheap duck on a menu have you no i think it's because it's just a pain in the ass to go get because you have to like shoot it usually with bird shot and then you have to go get the duck pluck it and gut it just like you would with a chicken but then you also have to dig out all the metal bits that you killed it with (laughs) Yeah, that's true, because I don't really farm ducks. Someone must farm ducks. I'm sure I've had duck eggs before, which are actually really good. The shell is really thick, and they're huge, and they taste great. Can we get duck eggs? Yeah, we have to go to a farmer's market, but yes, I know where to get them. You know what we should do? Hmm. We should get unusual foods and cook them, film it, and post them. That'd be good. We do a cooking show. Let us know if you want to see us do a cooking show with unusual kinds of meat and such. It'd be like, uh, what's your face? Uh, crap. Hannah Hart, My Drunk Kitchen. <laughs> It'll be us. It'll be even worse. We'll be sober, but we'll be worse than her when it's, she's drunk. It'd be dope. <laughs> Making like duck confit and roast quail, and it comes out terrible, but we eat it anyway. We should limit how much research we can do before we do it. We have the recipe and the ingredients. That's all we get. Yeah. I think that's an excellent idea. I will do that. Thank you, Duck Boy, for the idea. Thanks, Duck Boy, my man, my main Duck Boy. Hang on. I'm writing it. Hang on. I'm moving stuff on my desk. There we go. I'm writing that down. Fuck yeah. Hang on. We're going to need a camera. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to see what I've written? Yes. You read that out loud, my notes? It says in scribbly... Kind of surprisingly nice handwriting. Kind of write like a girl, actually. Wow. That is a compliment. Okay. Girls have nice handwriting. It says on the back of a receipt, Duck Boy. It's a receipt for Papa John's. <laughs> on the back of a Papa John's receipt, I just wrote the word Duck Boy, and I'm going to put it on my keyboard so I don't forget. So I find a fair bit of stuff on Reddit, like inspiration and shit, but that's also where I find my wallpapers Yep, for my computer. And I just save all of them, and it goes in my saved album on Reddit. And I'm browsing through that right now because I'm looking for a post, okay? And amidst all of these really high-definition pictures of landscapes in Utah, there's one here from Yosemite. There's a wait, fucking... Wait, 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 wait. From where? Yosemite. Are you sure? Yep. You don't want to try that again? No, that's what I'm going with. Are you absolutely sure? Yep, Yosemite. Really? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Do you know how to say that word? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Say it properly. No. You don't know how to say it, do you? Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yep. Say it. No. Go on. Nope. Can. No. He will guess. (laughs) That was my guess. You're joking. You don't know how to say that word? It's never come up before. (laughs) I've never had to say it out loud. (laughs) 
That's fine. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. <clears throat> any in any case, I'm Yosemite Sam, and I'm going to kill you, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Between Yosemite, uh huh, my pixelated pirate ship picture. Yep. There is a picture of a Pringles can, mm-hmm. and crawling out of it is the Pringles man, naked. Oh, I've seen this. With his little butt in the air, and the caption is, "He single, he Pringle." You're ready to mingle, and I was not ready for it (laughs) at all. I will post this on Instagram for later. He single, he pringle, and he ready to mingle. (laughs) Hey, did you, uh, have you seen Pacific Rim? Yes. Did you enjoy it? No. Did you see the second one? Mm, Maybe. Okay. So, something about Pacific Rim, the bad guys in it are kaiju, which are big, yes, Japanese monsters. Yes. Would you want to play a little game? Sure. We'll see who knows the most kaiju. Okay. So you can go first. Name a kaiju. A famous one. Godzilla. That's very good. I will fire back with Mothra. I think King Kong is a kaiju. Say that. King Kong. Okay, now I'm going to say a kaiju. Ready? Okay. Clifford the Big Red Dog. No. Yep. No. Yes. How? Clifford the Big Red Dog is a kaiju. Just due to the definition of the word kaiju. (laughs) I believe you, but I'm going to need you to prove it. Okay, one second. Did you see the new... We should go see the new uh, Godzilla It actually movie. looks really dope. People were complaining. Like, all the reviewers are like, there's too many big monsters fighting. It's like, well, uh, yeah. That's the fucking point. Like, why would I want to w- go watch a movie about big monsters fighting and watch two people bicker? Like, regular-ass fucking people, humans. It's fucking boring. The term kaiju translates to strange beast. Um, so it is a, a science... Okay. It is a science fiction <laughs> and fantasy giant creature... That often takes the role of antagonist, protagonist, or force of nature. Godzilla is an example of kaiju. Others, others include Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Mechagodzilla, King Kong, Redosaurus, Gora, Gamero, Gaios, Daijima, uh, Gappa, Gort. Oh, fuck, there's so many. Uh, and not listed on the Wiki- Wikipedia pages, Clifford the Big Red Dog, but he is technically one. Because he fits all the criteria. Holy Jesus. Yep. I bet you if I Google, is Clifford a kaiju? <laughs> it's a pretty vague definition. Oh my god, it's the first thing that comes up. Clifford the Big Red Dog is absolutely a kaiju. <laughs> it's the first thing that happens. Although it says they are specifically Japanese, but King Kong isn't Japanese, is he? King Kong? Yeah. No, King Kong is um, He's American. American, isn't he? Yeah, so if King Unless Kong Unless it was counts, an adaptation of another story. Kaiju King. just means strange creature, and a huge dog is definitely strange, and they're usually protagonists or... <laughs> an- oh, you hit your elbow. <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog is technically a kaiju. That's fucking dope. Can you imagine if we go to the Godzilla movie? <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. King Ghidorah's on his mountain, you know, blowing it up or whatever. And Godzilla's in the sea like, ooh, I gotta fuck this bitch up. And fucking, like, that climax of the movie, King Ghidorah's, like, tearing into Godzilla. He's about to die. And fucking Clifford ah! the Big Red Dog leaps over the goddamn <laughs> mountain and tackles Ghidorah to the ground. Fuck yeah. I'm going to have to learn how to draw, dude. So you can watch King, King Kong or fucking Clifford the Big Red Dog tackling Yeah, King absolutely, Gamora. yes. Fuck yeah. Hell If you yeah. want to draw that for us, let us know and send us an email to the email that we have, which is justroommateswith1m at gmail.com. That was good. You did it. Fucking nailed it. Nice. I would like to see it. There is actually some art online that I found of Clifford being a kaiju, but that's fine. 
Clifford versus Godzilla. Oh, man. The two mightiest monsters of all time. <laughs> I'm actually reading up on King Kong, actually. Is he American? Um, That I don't know. I know that he's only ever appeared in movies. Like, I thought it came from a book or something, but it didn't. It was like, just King Kong was a movie. King, yeah, but like that's where it started. It wasn't like a book adaptation or nothing, which I guess makes sense because in 1933, they didn't adapt books. They made original movies. Movies and books were separate. That's true. Because people who watched movies looked down on people who read books, and people who read books looked down on people who watched movies. They were definitely exclusive communities. They were. I think movies were more for kids, though, back in the mm, day. I don't know about that. Eh. American Aviator. It was created by an English writer and an American pilot. Yeah, so King Kong. If King Kong is a kaiju, then so is Clifford. Wasn't Clifford a Canadian show? Does that mean Clifford is the only Canadian kaiju, canonically? The Big Red Dog. Hell yeah. Book series. It's American. Ah, lame. Whatever. Where's our representation? Maybe I can go... That's an X. Canadian... Tire. I'll go with Canadian Tire. Delete. I was wrong. Oh, oh. You know what? It's fine. We'll Google it later. <laughs> okay. I accidentally backed and deleted all of my typing. Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, we couldn't prove it anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So there, there is one. I'm glad I googled this. What I found, what I, what I googled, is Canadian kaiju, and what I got was. I don't know what this is. But it does appear to be something. Uh, I found a fandom.com wiki page for the adventures of Moosla, the Canadian kaiju. Oh my god, it's a moose? Look at him. He's got like Godzilla claws. Oh, he's claws. really lame looking. Yeah, he's pretty goofy looking. There's also a kite. Two kites, three kites, four kites. Kaiju combat wiki. I think kaiju is a brand of really expensive indoor kite. Wait. What the hell is... What would you want an indoor kite for? An indoor kite? Kaiju is a brand of, I believe it's Canadian, kite manufacturers who specialize in making kites for indoor use. Not a lot of wind indoors. No. Or height. Maybe they have fans in them? They're like planes on string? They just look like regular kites to me. Seems a bit silly. I guess you'd have to run around really quickly. Maybe it's like, you know, those like, uh, 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 what do you call it? Ribbons? Remember ribbons? Yeah. Like ribbon dancing? Yeah. It's like that. But with just a big kite. Yeah, but you like run around. Like, you know, like uh, at like festivals, like Chinese mm-hmm. festivals or whatever, they dress up like dragons, but then mm-hmm. they also have the dragon on a stick and they run really fast and it flies? Yeah. That's a kite, right? I guess, technically. What would you call that? A kite. Yeah. So maybe it's one of those. I don't fucking know. Okay. I imagine there's not a very big market for them. <laughs> Probably not. They're like $162. I just can't imagine a lot of people doing that on purpose. No. Okay. We have a friend. We do? comes over sometimes. And the other day, on her way home, okay. she encountered a beast. A kaiju, maybe. We'll a call strange it. beast? A strange beast that we will call a kaiju. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, And it was just being all cuddly and cute it was a cat by the way okay and its name mm-hmm. on its name tag was vegeta fajita yes or vegeta vegeta like the goku guy no like like the fucking the food fajita but it's fun it's more fun to say chicken vegeta 
Like, can you imagine bringing home a kitty? And like, naming it Fajita? Like, bringing that's it home great, and having an your kids around name. and be like, look, kids, I brought home a kitty. Its name is Vegeta. Well, you would say Fajita. That's Fajita is an excellent name for a cat. If you're going to give your animal a name, it either has to be something like cute and nonsensical or like a real name. Like what? Frederick? Yeah, but more business oriented and less French. Like, uh, this is my kitten Fajita and his brother Robert. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you have to do. This is my Corgi Mandrew. Now they're going to steal our name. That's my name. I didn't come up with that. Oh, that's your foot. <laughs> oh, hello. It's getting a little frisky up in here. Um, Yeah, no, I didn't come up with the name Mandrew. That's from something. Most people name their corgis Ein. Why Ein? Uh, from uh, Space Cowboy anime. Give me a second. Beep boop. Yeah, that one. Space Cowboy beep boop. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Space Cowboy Beep Boop, there's a corgi called Ein, and he's very good, or she, I don't know. But a lot of people call their corgis Ein from that one. I might have to start watching that anime. It's pretty good. I never finished it. I skipped a bunch of episodes by accident, and then I was like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) I'm not going back. (laughs) Okay, I have a story that I want to tell you. All right. Okay. Um, there is a theme park. I believe it's in the States, but I don't remember. Is it Six where. Flags? Sure. Well, this theme park, their whole thing is they're like... They have six flags. And they're all heavily biblically themed. Oh. All six flags. That's okay. not Six Flags then. No, it's not. Um, Basically, it's like you go there and you get on a bunch of like Jesus rides and stuff. Like, I don't know where in the Bible it says it's okay to ride Jesus, but... Oh, wait, is it actually like a boat shaped like... I don't know, It's just painted like Jesus? I hope so. But uh, one of the things that they have in this uh, theme park is a full-size, supposedly accurate replica of Noah's Ark. Oh, I know this theme park. I think um, uh, John Wick? No. Bill Nye the Science Guy is who I meant. Uh, went there once. <laughs> Got there's a big difference. Can you imagine if at the beginning of John Wick, there's that scene where like he fucking kicks the door down kind of deal, and he's fucking people up in the nightclub. But it's Bill Nye. But it's Bill Nye, <laughs> and he's educating them about global warming. Yeah. So <laughs> I think Bill Nye went there with um, that guy he debated on TV, Ken Ham. Mm-hmm. I think that was his name. Sure. He went there with him, and he's just like looked at all the stuff they had, and he was like, "This is fucking terrible. None of it's right." Even, like, in the biblical sense, a lot of it is wrong to begin with. (laughs) So it's like the guy just made his theme park and put whatever shit he wanted all over the place with, like, facts about the earth and shit. (laughs) And they're not even right when you compare them to the Bible, so he just made them up himself. (laughs) But, yeah, continue. I think I know what you're going to say, but I I like this place. a little while ago, in this theme park, they had some heavy rains. Yeah. And there was a flood, okay? And during the flood... The Ark encountered some water damage Mm -hmm. from this flood. Yeah. And he is now suing his insurance company because they say that his Ark isn't covered for flood damage because it's kind of built for that. That's fair, though. (laughs) And he's suing because he doesn't agree. But if it, like... It's a boat, dude. If it's your scale replica, like, 
of supposedly a boat. of the boat that survived floods, the right? greatest flood like we've that ever was had. The flood, and that's the boat for that flood. And yours is supposed to be a rebuild of that boat. It should handle some drizzle. Yeah, that's fair. That's where I'm at. I mean, technically, it's supposed to be a building shaped like a boat. It's not actually supposed to go anywhere, but, you know, whatever. But it's an arc. And they're claiming it's a scale replica, I suppose. So it's not very replica-y if it sank. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, you're going to stray away from any, like, religious fucking siding one way or the other here. But supposedly imagine how different things would be if the Ark had sunk. I think like it, if Noah had done a shoddy job. I think the damage that it... it Oh, originally of the Ark of Sons. Yes. I think the um the, the Ark he built, because it was actually a while ago, I think it's finished construction now, but maybe they're just doing the legal stuff now they finally got around to it. But I believe the Ark, when it flooded, the Ark floated away and it broke when the water left. And that's the water damage. It didn't like rot, but it actually got picked up and like smashed into some rocks and destroyed <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> from what i remember the story which is even better because it means it acted as a boat for a little bit but it wasn't a very good one weird theme parks i i kind of always have had this special connection with like really dumb theme park themes because theme parks are great um from like far away like they always do them up nice so it looks cool and then you get there and you're like wow this shit yeah. fucking sucks like even <laughs> disneyland i've never been to disneyland but the lines man like, they hype it up to be, like, this magical place, but it's, like, you get there and it's filled with, like, crying children in three-hour lines in, like, 90-degree heat or whatever all fucking day. It's, like, well, that's not very fun. I went, as a kid, to this dinosaur-themed theme park. Okay. Or, I guess it was Stone Age-themed. Mm-hmm. I-, I don't really know what they were going for because there was dinosaurs, but it was also kind of Flintstones-esque, but there were no Flintstones characters. Okay. Um... And uh, the basically the main theme behind the park was that it didn't use electricity at all. It used used your own energy. So all the rides were powered by you. That sounds like a really gimmicky way to cut down on power bills. Yeah. So like all the rides were like bikes or swings on like rails and shit. So you would go and you would like swing on the swing. And it would move and spin in a circle. Or there was like a roller coaster where you would pedal your fucking coaster. <laughs> um, I don't, I can't remember what it was called. It was out in BC and we only went to it once. And I remember seeing a commercial for it. Being like, oh, that's kind of cool. Because at the time I was like eight. So obviously I fucking loved dinosaurs. Well, like, obviously. Wow, a dinosaur theme park. And then one time we were on a road trip. And I see this sign. I was like, oh, it's the theme park with... It's dinosaurs. Just no, you have to do everything yourself. My parents were like, "Wow, ah, fuck it. Let's go. It was really cheap to get in. I remember them commenting about that. Like, wow, it costs fucking nothing to get in here. Um, and uh, the place had probably only been open for like a year mm-hmm. by the time we got there. Fucking, oh my God, it was so run down. In like one year, because all the rides required so much human interaction to work, they wore down incredibly quickly. Like the paint was rubbed off of everything. Everything was dinged and scratched. Well, you have to pedal and kick it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was like it had been open a year and like everything was already like fucked up. Like all the rides and stuff. Like everything that people didn't touch was nice. 
I remember they had a garden, which was actually my favorite part because it was a sweet garden and it was in the middle of like the mountains. I fucking love nice gardens. Like, it was nice. It was cool and it was green and I think they had a petting zoo. I think it's still there, but they converted it into something else. I can't remember now. All the rides are electric? No, I think it's <laughs> I think it's like a big petting zoo slash zip lining slash like rock climbing place. Zip instead. lining. Dope. Yeah. So anyway, that's my little story. I love theme parks that are themed really heavily. Just because of that one dinosaur one. We had a great time there, even though everything was shitty. We should. Here's another great idea. Yep. We should tour and go to theme parks that are heavily themed and critique them. Let me write that one down. Get my receipt. Theme park. There's probably only like one or two. Or they, there can't be that many. But if people like them, we can go further away to find them. Maybe we can find where that one was and go there. Yeah, that'd be dope. Never been to, been to the Botanical Gardens in Sydney? N- I've never been to Australia, okay. so... wow. No. Just making sure that they're fucking dope. Well, is it just nice gardens? Like, well, what it is, is they're nice gardens, but they're on crown land, so nobody can touch them, and they're in the most expensive real estate in all of Sydney. Like, it's like fucking right in the middle of Sydney, like right at the downtown core, right on the fucking ocean. Wow. So it's like that land is probably worth billions of dollars because they're fucking huge. But because it's owned by the queen and she doesn't give a fuck about anybody, so she's like, fucking just build my gardens there and keep them. So they've been there for like 120 years or whatever. So all of the trees are fucking massive and have like history and lineage and shit. They're in the middle of Sydney. So like fucking you can leave the gardens and just walk out one of the doors, which are all open 24 seven. Right, because mm-hmm. like you don't have to pay to get in or nothing, yeah. And then you can just go to, like downtown and get like a coffee and shit at like nice, decent restaurants and shit, and then just go the fuck back in. You know what's funny is that's actually really common. I think in Commonwealth countries, yeah, because the Queen would build fucking just gardens, gardens everywhere. Yeah, there is. I just found out about this. There's a historical garden in Calgary, um, that uh, when they first settled in this area, um, a lot of the people who lived here were all immigrants from like England, so they didn't know what kind of flowers and fruits and vegetables could grow here. So there was this guy um, called, I think his name was something Ryder. I want to say William Ryder. And uh, basically he, he like just. Ryder or reader? Ryder. You sure? Maybe reader. Is it the reader gardens or Ryder gardens? Because I know there's a reader gardens. Might be that one. Reader rock or Ryder rock. Reader? It's really close. It's like I know it's just really close because I was down there the other day. I was gonna say we should go there because it's sweet. But so the history of this fucking garden is this guy gets here and everyone's immigrants and he's like, oh fuck, I don't know what we're gonna plant because basically they just tore up all the earth so everything was dusty and they're like, well we can't live in this dust bowl. It sucks. <laughs> so like at the beginning of Calgary's development, he builds his house just over there on which by the way when he built that house it was miles away from the center of the city (laughs) like it was a trek to get into the city but now it's in the middle of the city so his house and he would go up into the mountains find nice looking plants dig them up bring them back and see if they survived down here huh and so basically he just had this huge catalog of local plants and he would grow them there breed them and distribute them to the citizens of the city that's fucking dope and it's um, it fell into disrepair after he died in the, like the 40s, I want to say. The fucking Prince of Wales helped him make it. 
Huh. Like he sent out the Prince of Wales and ordered him around to dig holes for his fucking garden. <laughs> and so basically, yeah, he would just give them away to the city so that they knew like citizens so that they knew what they could grow in their gardens and shit. And he was like a nice guy and it fell into disrepair in the forties. Um, and they tore his house down. But recently, I want to say in like the nineties or the early two thousands, he kept track of everything in the garden and where mm-hmm. it was. And they rebuilt his house. Basically exactly. It looks the same. There's a picture of his old house from when he first built it. And I pick, compare it to a picture of the house they built. They're in the same spot and they look almost identical. So they just, took his catalog of plants and replanted them and basically restored the garden to how it was like a hundred years ago. It's fucking nice. It looks great. I want to go there. Yeah, we should. Absolutely. I was being attacked by bugs and shit, but they're like, they're all of these like snaky little paths and shit. Yep. And it's like dangerous as fuck. And they're like signs like you can go up some stairs, but you're not allowed to go down them because it's too dangerous. Wow. It's it's hella dope. It's a nice, yeah, it seems really cool. And it's just all the plants that basically grow in Alberta are there. Huh. All the native ones, anyway, which is cool. Yeah. So, I could only name one plant that grows in Alberta. Duckweed. That uh, actually doesn't. <laughs> I just guessed. I'm not. A That's botanist. one of the ones that they're really anal about because it spreads so quickly. That's why I know it. They have a huge amount of, like, boat checkpoints and stuff because they don't want it in Alberta. But w- the only one I know is the Alberta wild rose, obviously. Oh, yeah. That would have been a better guess. Yes. Than duckweed. I think it's also called the primrose. Which is what the chick from Hunger Games was named after. Prime Rose. No. No E. <laughs> but go try. But what if it's a really nice one? Like if you're Primrose. That's a Prime Rose. rose. A prime fucking Primrose. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah? I was watching some nature documentaries the other day. Why? I watch a lot of nature documentaries. I like listening to David Attenborough talk. That's fair. Everybody does. Yeah. He's dope. Imagine li- there's a dude who lives next to him and has done for like all of his life. Like he grew up living next to David Attenborough because he never fucking moved because he was never there anyway. So what the fuck did he care where he lived, right? <laughs> yeah. But whenever he was home, this kid liked, like, animals and shit. And so, like, he would just come over and David Attenborough would, like, teach him about shit. Oh. Like, can you imagine, like, growing up, next listening to, to David Attenborough wow. tell you about little fucking lizards and shit in the garden? It'd be fucking dope. I mean, I kind of did because I used to watch all his documentaries as a kid, so... I, I guess I know how box feels. sets of all of them. God, those things. But they don't great. work anymore when we moved here. Why? Because they're Australian discs and they don't work on Canadian CD players. Did you know that? Oh, do you guys use like the PAL format, like England? Uh, no, it's CDs are region specific. What? If you buy like a CD in Mexico and bring it to Canada and put it in a Canadian CD player, it won't work. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I knew about that. You can yeah. modify CD players to play. You correctly. can change them once. Can't you know that? Can't you unlock them? No. You can do it once or you destroy it. Huh. If you try it a second time, it'll break itself. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's not like CD players are expensive. We could just go get one. You actually have to buy a really cheap one. And like, if, if you buy a really nice CD player... They'll put all of that protection in it. But if you spend like $10, $20 on a CD player, they can't afford the part that makes that happen. <laughs> so they leave it out and you can use it any kind of disc you want. Huh. That's what we had to do when we came here because we couldn't watch any of our movies. Couldn't you just right? use a computer with a disc drive? Uh, computers do the same thing. Really? Yep. Hmm. I know because we tried it on everything. And then like we went and talked to a tech guy 
at like Best Buy or Future Shop or whatever, and we're like, this is what's happening. And it's like, oh, so your problem is you spent $300 on a CD player. What you've actually got to do is spend 20 And he gave us this thing, and they all worked. Buy a shit one, please. <laughs> it was just this like piece of shit fucking plastic. It was like supposed to be black. But it was so shitty that the plastic was kind of transparent anyway. Because it hadn't used enough dyes. It. <laughs> it was just a complete piece of shit, but it worked. Wow. Well, that's good. Anyway. Yep. My point here. Nature documentaries. Watched a lot of them. Usually, whenever they talk about the ocean, they all cannot help themselves but talk about turtles. Laying their eggs in the sand and shit. To turtles. Yeah. I, I don't really get it. It's not that interesting. It was cool, like, the first time I saw it. But, like, now it's on every nature documentary. It's like, hey, I know that they do that. Everybody knows that they do that. Turtles are neat. Yeah, but here's my question. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch nature documentaries... And They're I shaped the turtles like friends. Yeah, they are. They're friendly, shaped little boys. Yeah. But they always show that little scene and they play like fucking Dunkirk music and shit when the turtles come out of the sand and yeah. they skitter and they like run for like 300 turtle miles to get to the ocean and shit. But here's my question. Why don't the turtles just lay the eggs closer to the water? Probably so they don't get wet. But like surely there's like a sweet spot where you can just be a little bit closer. Like some of these turtles, dude, they're like going all the way the fuck up. Like, as far away from the water as they possibly can. It could also be that they won't, like, because they all go to the same place, they have to find a spot that hasn't been dug up already. So, like, the late turtles go to the back. Couldn't you just do one big fucking hole? What do you mean? Like, well, they, they already... No, because then they'd be, like, on top of each other. That wouldn't really work. You just line up in an orderly queue to like just find the sweet spot. And They're turtles, man. Land. What do you want? <laughs> they come back to the same spot from anywhere else in the ocean. Like it's the only time they'll ever come back there for their entire fucking lives is when they want to lay some fucking eggs in the ground and they will navigate their asses all the way the fuck back to that beach, lay some eggs and fucking leave. And you're telling me they can do that, but they can't coordinate to put their eggs in a better spot. Well, they don't really have legs. What? So it's hard to move around. They swim. Yeah, but not on land. Well, they managed to shuffle their way kilometers up the fucking beach to lay some eggy boys that aren't going to fucking make it because they got to fucking commute from the beginning. Like, seriously? It's not kilometers. It's like 50 feet at most. Turtle kilometers, okay? They're little boys. That's a long way to go. If you were fucking four inches tall and you had... Like, can you imagine being born, right? Like, fresh hatching out of the fucking apple. Yeah, and you just got to fucking sprint. (laughs) And then you had to fucking walk. Like... 40 kilometers to get to surviving land that's turtles i know that's turtles but like wouldn't you want to just be a little closer like if you hatched bro i don't why are you asking really fucking far away why i'm not a turtle like don't ask me these (laughs) questions what do you fucking want me to do ask my turtle friends why don't they why don't they learn because they're reptiles like turtles that stupid are born really far away from the ocean and then have to commute and then like one of them makes it why doesn't he go be and be like that was fucking shit that was awful i hated that and then lay them closer to the water i don't know maybe because they're big turtles by the time they get back it doesn't seem like a long way they're like oh <laughs> this is i'll just i'll do it closer this time so my babies don't die so what they, if they go count like, steps no. like little turtle legs yeah, and they're like, "That was about four million steps." <laughs> and so, they get and back so the big turtles come back, million. and they do four million steps away, and then they're in New Jersey. Yeah, it's like the turtle gets there, and they're like, "Well, you know, when I was a baby turtle, it was too far, so I won't go as far this time." But because they're turtles, they aren't very good at judging distance. <laughs> So they just go the same amount every time, and they don't realize that they're putting them <laughs> far as fuck away. <laughs> 
because they're big turtles now. Some of them turtles get fucking huge. They do, actually. Like, leatherback turtles are f- huge. They're, like, three meters long. Yeah, there was a turtle at, um... Size of motherfucking cars. Yeah. Fucking... Ridiculous. I want to look at some pictures of big fucking turtles. And they start off, like, the size of tennis balls. Okay. I'm going to Google big fucking turtle. The largest turtle ever recorded was nine feet in length and weighed 2,000 pounds. Jesus. I believe he was leatherback, but on average, they grow to be about... They grow to be about six to seven feet long. Which Look at that big hefty boy. Ridiculous. Wow, he's round. It depends where they live. Some of them get longer and some of them get fatter. <laughs> I am seeing that, actually. It depends. Yeah, Can it literally from? depends where they grow up. Determines how big they are. Because some of them will grow pretty long and get really fucking fat. And some of them will, will be like pretty skinny but and short. And some of them will be long and skinny. Some will be fat and short. Yeah, so... Google leatherback turtles because they're fucking incredibly big. They're kind of ugly. They are, but fucking huge. It'd be cool to have as a pet. You could you ride them around. Are? You could go for a swim with them. Do you know what those are? Some big honkers. <laughs> Some big honkers. <laughs> um. So you know how like, uh, like cars and machines are usually measured in horsepower. Mm-hmm. So like horsepower is a pretty bad unit of measurement, right? Because usually a horse produces more than one horsepower. Mm-hmm. So I think we should change it mm-hmm. to, um, you know, I'll give you some options because we don't want to narrow it down right away. Okay. And if you think of anything, you know, send them back and we'll kind of narrow it down a bit. But here are some kilowatts. Some, here are some, here's some that are better than that. He doesn't want that one. That's not very exciting. <laughs> so instead of horsepower, right? Okay. I'm thinking here are just some ones I've found. Uh, llama thrust. Llama thrust, okay, I'm feeling that. Yep, donkey strength. Donkey strength, okay. And uh, my personal favorite, zebra force. Zebra force. Ooh, that's, that's I'm mine. liking zebra force. Yeah. We created a unit of measure early in the show, actually. We did? With the turtles, but I don't remember what it was. Huh? Turtle meters or whatever. I don't remember that. Well, that's more of a distance, though. Right. You could use zebra force to travel turtle meters. Turtle meters. <laughs> so you could be traveling at like three hundred zebra falls, and so if 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 here I'm gonna give you guys a math question. If you're traveling at three hundred zebra falls and you have forty three million turtle meters to travel, how long will it take you to arrive at Denny's? Uh, is it a Denny's in Ohio or Michigan? Yes. Um, I think average around sixty seven minutes then. What? Okay, well, that's going to do us uh, for this week, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, oops. If you want to keep up with me and Gerard, I can be found on Twitter at the Icy Diver. That's T H E I C Y D I V E R. And Gerard can be found on Instagram at The Better Roommate, which roommate is spelt wrong. There's only one M there. If you have any stories or things that you would like us to discuss on the show, you can send them to just roommates at gmail.com. Roommates is also spelled incorrectly. There's only one M there. Um, thank you to our artist NB for the uh, album art that you see on every episode. They did that for us. And you can check them out on Etsy. That's E N N B on Etsy. Um, and, uh, thank you all so much for listening and we will see you guys next week.